8.45. Let's get a heads up for the week ahead. Heads Up Monday is brought to us by Adam Roll. Good morning. Good morning, Alex. That sounds very bright, very energetic. Great start. So we're going to begin with internet-only banks and a yeah. couple of new ones are awaiting approval. Mm-hmm. Two, in fact, are awaiting new permits uh, and they're likely to be issued later on today. The Financial Services Commission uh, has been screening two proposals over the past few days, in fact. One of them is from uh, a company called TOS and the other from s o s o Smart Bank. Uh, Now, the evaluation criteria will include stuff like innovation, stability and financing plans and uh, human resources and the shareholder makeup as well. That is... uh, expected to play a major role too. Uh, TOS is seeking approval for the second time, in fact, and uh, has largely dissipated lingering concerns over financing, a key factor that frustrated its first bid uh, back in May. Now, that void has been filled after getting help from KEB, Hanabank and uh, Standard Chartered Bank Korea as the shareholders. Shinan Bank was part of that, but they pulled out, and those two banks have filled the void. Uh, Market observers also say there's uh, a chance for Hossel Smart Bank to win a license because it has strengthened innovation and its efforts for inclusive finance. Uh, That firm also has a niche business plan of offering loans primarily to small businesses with medium or low credit uh, ratings, uh, something which commercial banks are kind of reluctant to do. And um, as things stand, though, TOS is the firm which is most likely to be given a license, uh, or both could as well. Uh, Now, the existing two market players are Kakao Bank uh, and K-Bank, operated by Kakao Corp and the firm KT, respectively. Perhaps these banks shouldn't care what English language speakers think, but they're not the best names for... um, I mean, if they're going to use English titles, Hmm. uh, TOS, at best, probably has an implication of gambling to it, and uh, sort of... When you just say so-so, makes exactly. it sound rather average. Yeah. Now, Not the best connotations no. to those names, are they? Again, maybe they don't care. Yeah. Maybe they shouldn't <laughs> care. Uh, now, on to defence sharing costs negotiations. South Korea and the US are going to be having another round of talks mm. this week. What yeah. do you expect? Yeah, so it's going to be the fifth round of talks. Uh, they'll be held for, the next, uh, for two days, starting tomorrow in Seoul. The top US negotiator, James DeHart, is in Seoul at the moment, ahead of the talks... Uh, With his South Korean counterpart, Chong Eun-bo, d e h a r t had refused to answer questions from reporters upon his arrival yesterday. Uh, it's the fifth round of talks because the previous four didn't produce any results uh, as the two sides remain far apart on the issue of d e f e n s e cost sharing. Um, as we probably all know by now, the US wants South Korea to pay $5 billion, a five-fold increase from the current amount to host American troops next year. South Korea is saying that is too much. Uh, the two sides have been striving to conclude the deal by the end of this year, when the current one-year uh, one accord expires. Uh, but they seem to be likely to miss that deadline, unfortunately. And Seoul is expected also to emphasize its recent announcement to bear the cost for the cleanup and decontamination uh, operation at U.S. military bases, which were handed over to South Korea uh, recently. So they're trying to get some leverage uh, by using that. Leverage here, there and everywhere, but uh, crucially, um, this alliance needs to appear strong with so much happening in the intensifying North Korea situation. Now, moving over to the US proper, um, instead of just bridging the gap, Mm -hmm. moves there to impeach President Donald Trump are reportedly gaining steam. Mm -hmm. 
Don't buy it personally for a second, <laughs> in as much as clearly the Senate is not going to play ball, no. uh, whatever Congress does. But what should we be looking out for this week? Yeah, so as you say, with the Senate, still remains to be seen, but I'll get on to that in a minute. Uh, for the moment, a key committee of the United States House of Representatives approved two articles of impeachment against President Trump uh, late last week. Uh, they include the obstruction of justice and abuse of power. Democrats accuse Trump of pressuring Ukraine, just to remind those why they're putting these items up. Uh, Ukraine to dig up dirt on his political rival and uh, former Vice President Joe Biden. And they also charge that the president obstructed their investigation by refusing to comply with subpoenas and directing members of his administration to do the same. Now, those two articles will go to the House for a full vote. An exact date and time have not been announced yet, but many expect it to take place on Wednesday. Uh, Impeachment in the 435-member House must be approved with a simple majority. uh, And... If both parties, Democrats and Republicans, vote on party lines, then it will almost certainly pass uh, the House. Trump's uh, impeachment move would uh, pass the House. But, as you say, it remains to be seen whether the same outcome will come out of the Republican-run Senate afterwards. Uh, If it does pass the House, then it will go to a Senate trial. It will be presided over by the Chief Justice of the U.S. Supreme Court. And that trial is expected to happen sometime next month. Now, for the Senate, a two-thirds majority vote is required in the 100-member Senate to convict and remove a president from office. That seems unlikely for Trump in this case because it is run by the GOP. At least 20 Republicans would have to vote with all Democrats as well as the two independents in the Senate Senate to remove the president. Yeah, as we've been repeatedly told, this is a political rather than a legal process. And... If anything, it could end up energising President Trump's re-election bid, uh, which seems... It's a risky... It's a risky move that could go either way, I yeah. think. Yeah. But, but, uh, but if, if you were to tilt it one way or the other, I would say uh, at this point re-election is more likely than impeachment. Um, let's switch gears to the game of Go, one of your favourites, isn't it, Adam? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't sound very convincing. I, I just feel inclined to agree with you. Okay. Have you played Baduk? I have, I have. Yeah. I have to say I'm terrible, though. Okay. Well, Grandmaster <laughs> Isadol is set to take on uh, another AI rival this week. He probably wishes he was taking you on. Well, he, he better get nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but he will be nervous anyway, because uh, this will be his uh, final match, unfortunately, before his retirement uh, and his final match with the locally developed AI software Handor. So Isedor versus Handor. Uh, it will be a three-round match. Uh, the first two rounds will be held on Wednesday and Thursday at the Seoul headquarters of uh, a, a company that makes massage chairs, which right. is uh, hosting the event. You don't need to give them a free advert. <laughs> right. F- funnily yeah. enough, though, that, that's probably their exact intention. Though. Uh, this, this sounds like a, exactly. a payday for those involved. Well, for those who are curious, you can look it up yourselves. Uh, anyway, the final match will take place on Saturday at the uh, at a resort in E's hometown in Shinan, South Chala Province. The former world champion announced his retirement last month, saying... AI just cannot be defeated. So he has succumbed to the, what he claims to be the superiority of AI. And but it's quite I, sad, really. Cause but Adam, if, if uh, he wins this game, then surely he's got to keep going until he loses. Well, you never know. There might be a reverse decision. Yeah. But, <laughs> but 
but, but, it seems but you unlikely. Don't seem, you don't. I mean, with all your paddock expertise tells you it's not likely. Well, he did actually win uh, one out of the five games against uh, his previous AI opponent, which is uh, AlphaGo. That was uh, two years ago, and he's still actually the only human to beat uh, AI, even if it is one game. Though he did lose the match. Uh, overall uh, but like AlphaGo Handol is based on a machine learning algorithm that combines self-training and reinforcement learning techniques uh, but it is actually said to be more powerful than it's uh, uh, al- than AlphaGo I almost ha- said ha- another yeah, company but, name yeah, yeah but c- c- can we not just set um, AlphaGo against Handol and see what happens that is good but that kind of beats the whole This I mean, whole premise of man versus machine kind of experiment. I, but machine versus machine is quite interesting as well. Yeah, I mean, it could be the, uh, one for the uh, down the line. Um, Things they, they probably play the match so fast, we'd have to sort of watch exactly. it in slow It'll probably motion. last for like uh, <laughs> just uh, probably half an hour, then it'll be all less, done. Less, less, or less, second. or less, exactly. Right, so uh, that's going to be something to look out for. You said the first two rounds will yeah. be held Wednesday and Thursday. First two rounds, and Wednesday, then, Thursday. And uh, then there'll be a, a day to travel to mm-hmm. the uh, hometown of Shinhan that you, Shinan, sorry, that you mentioned yeah. before in South Jolla province. Quite fitting, really, because it is, final, it is his actual final match of his career. Yeah. So far. And, and well, we, we still don't know. We never know. As I implied, if he somehow beats Handel, I'm not so sure. But let's uh, finish off with the massive vote-rigging scandal Mm -hmm. surrounding a K-pop audition program, Mm -hmm. Mnet's produced series. It's left fans furious. It's left them feeling betrayed. Exactly. There's a trial that Mm -hmm. gets underway this Friday. Yeah, so Friday, producers An Junyoung and Kim Yong-bam and also a few others will face trial over suspicions they conspire to rig votes for the produce series. Uh, An and Kim have been arrested on fraud charges at the moment. Uh, the, sus- the suspects are not likely to attend the hearing on Friday as they don't have to. Uh, now, as well as the rigging vote allegations, Anne is suspected of receiving bribes from various entertainment agencies. Uh, both producers say they were pressured by uh, Mnet's parent firm, a, uh, a well-known kind of entertainment and food company, to maintain matching... I, I think you're okay with that. Yeah, CJ E&M. After already saying Mnet, that's the consumer side. Oh, right, yeah. I think the general rule here is company names are fine as long as we're not gratuitously uh, promoting them. Well, it's not really good PR for them at the moment, is it? Right. Uh, Yeah, so the parent firm, CJ E&M, apparently the both producers are saying that firm pressured them to match revenues after the success of the first two seasons, leading them to predetermine, in their words, the finalists for Produce 48 and Produce X 101, but the vote-rigging allegations actually also apply to the first two seasons as well. Something to bear in mind when you're watching these shows. Thank you very exactly. much, Adam. And another Thank heads you. up, as we near the year end, the crackdown on drunk driving will be strengthened from today till December 31st. The National Police Agency and Transport Ministry and Interior Ministry together, grouped together to designate the next two weeks as a special period for traffic safety. Police will be increasing patrols in areas where DUIs happen frequently and conduct nationwide sobriety checks every Friday night. Authorities are also planning to run a campaign in other traffic-related areas, including pedestrian and child safety. In this country, where we've got this fantastically efficient uh, system of having people come and drive your car home for you, there's no excuse. Have a fantastic festive period, and we'll be back tomorrow from 7am.